This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change the world. Hello, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and today we're going to talk about right livelihood and specifically how to get on the path, how to get on the path and how to create more of a sense of well-being and balance and uh, inspiration inside of your work and as you're doing your your work in the world. And so the one of the reasons that uh right livelihood is is so important is because of the amount of time that we spend in kind of that work domain in our life and uh you know we spend so much time sort of in you know going out into the world doing whatever we do of you know to to bring home the bacon, so to speak, to make that money, um, to provide ourselves with both a sense of purpose, meaning, service, contribution, and also um, income and uh, resources in order to fuel and take care of our lives and the lives of those people that we care about. And when we're out of connection in this area of our life, um, we can, uh, you know, it can really hold us back. It can really take us down a, a few notches. And it, it's interesting because there is a way that, you know, as with many kind of higher level skills, there it's a bit of a luxury to be able to feel the personal empowerment and space, um, as well as resource empowerment to be able to make critical decisions in your in your uh in your the how like the field of your work into the area of your work. Um because uh there's so much here, you know, around, you know, base level stuff like survival. There's so much, you know, in the, in the, our, in the area of work in our life that is deeply, you know, challenging. Uh, it, like it challenges us at our, our core. It challenges our, our fundamental beliefs. It challenges our safety and security. And, and so a lot of times we make these, um, compensations out of a belief that that is just the way that it needs to be done. And I want to give just a little bit of space for that because we're all at different places in our personal development and our personal process. And because of that, what is um, a necessary step for one person to take may look very different for another person. For example, if I'm at a point in my life where I need to develop the ability, uh, discipline, the ability to stick with things, 
um, you know, the ability to weather the storm, you know, like those are traits that I haven't really been able to realize or develop inside myself. I might need to stay in a situation um, that is more challenging to me. Uh, or that doesn't contribute. It's not the end all be all when it comes to it really being the healthiest possible work situation for me. Because what is the healthiest thing really truly and deeply is that my getting that, that follow through, that sticking with, right? So, but that's not true for everybody. That could be true for you and you kind of need to figure out where you are and what your next step is, what the, what the lesson to be learned in your current circumstances is. Um, and you know, for other people, it, it's, it, we need to let go of those, uh, restrictions, let go of the, that sense of needing to do the right thing or being the responsible party or whatever it is. We need to do those kind of things. And, uh, in, when that's the case, what you're, what you might need to do in order to advance yourself on this path of developing your right livelihood might be a little bit different. You might need to leave security. You might need to say no to something that isn't a hundred percent instead of learning how to work with something that isn't a hundred percent. You might need to find unique ways to meet your needs and, um, your, you know, your, um, objectives. So really, whenever we're looking at personal development, we want to first figure out where we are. Where do we find ourselves in this very moment? And and what is that next step that we need to take? And that's where, you know, as much as there are lots of tools and methods and recipes and all that kind of stuff for getting us to that next place for, for facilitating our growth and development, there, you know, they're all, they all need to be adjusted to meet us where we are currently so that we can see you know, what it is that's in front of us and what's being called uh, to inside of us. And so that uh, we can kind of open up more to our full potential. So rather than looking at it as you should do this or you should do that or whatever in order to kind of fulfill on your own, uh, you know, kind of creating your own right, right livelihood. Instead, it's about really understanding what's the next step for me, right? What's the next step for me? And so many people live in fear in this area of their life, you know, whether they are uh, successful or not successful or as successful as they want to be or haven't even gotten started. There can be a lot, a lot of fear that's here. Um, also, our issues around, you know, what we're entitled to, uh, what other people should or should not be giving us. Um, they also really show up here as well. And 
you know, what I look forward to talking about in, you know, uh, next week is, uh, talking about kind of the emotional challenges, the emotional gates that we pass through are kind of our initiations into our own success because it helps us on this, um, it helps us in this terrain. So, um, excuse me one second. <coughs> so when we, when we, uh, start to first take a look at, okay, where am I? What do I most need to learn? You know, one, one very common refrain that comes up is, is one of two things. Either I can't because, right? I can't because I need to make a living. I can't because, uh, you know, um, I, I, I need to buy a house, right? There can be, I, I can't because, and then there's some, some kind of reason why, why people can't move forward. And, um, and in addition to that, there can be, um, you know, especially if it's something, you know, that gets brought up by another person, it can be, you don't understand, you don't understand my circumstance. You don't understand what it is that I'm going through. You don't understand my limitation. Um, and you know, it can be true that the other person doesn't understand, but it, it's also a very important moment to take a look and say, you know, uh, is, is this a way of my preserving my own limitation or is this an acknowledgement, uh, you know, an empowered acknowledgement of where I am at this particular most a uh, time? And usually with the, that language, um, where, you know, it's this sense that, you know, of course I don't want things to be like this, but you know, you, you don't understand that this is just, I'm here and I don't have any choice here. Most often, that's kind of a disempowered, more of a victim place that the person is coming from. And then sometimes, like I said, sometimes it is just an acknowledgement of like, you're actually not totally getting the circumstances of this, but the tone tends to be very different. So, um... The, the, the reason that I bring this up is, you know, what we need to be aware of those, um, personal restrictions, right? We need to be aware of how we, uh, have defined and, and confined, um, ourselves. Specifically when it comes to our work. Because by understanding those limitations that we have accepted a lot of times as facts, um, we are able to see ourselves a little bit more and take a little bit more responsibility for, for where we are and what we're doing, right? And it helps us in that process. It helps us in that process of being um, able to say, okay, where, what is this next thing that I have to learn? You know, maybe I don't need to focus so much on changing something in my career. Maybe I need to focus changing something in how, uh, how empowered I feel my relationship to my own kind of inner, inner victim. And maybe by making that change, 
that that will open up a whole bunch for me and in my, in my career. Right? So we really want to know this. Our restrictions, our limitations help to show us how we have up until now adjusted, adapted, and come to believe certain things, right? That show us you know, kind of show us where, like the, you know, the circle we've drawn around ourselves, the limitation that we've drawn around ourselves, and help us see, because usually it's where, um, they, it helps us see where that, um, you know, that growth edge is, where we need to grow. And all you have to do in order to be aware of where you need to grow is just pay attention to your experiences and the words that are coming out of your mouth. Because in that situation, like in every situation, is clarity about how we can best and most need to grow. So it's a very important thing. It's like when you can see that, when you can see that, um, you know, what is happening and what you are, how you're responding to it is naturally bringing out and pointing out where it is that you need to grow. You're just going to apply that in the domain of your career to take your next steps. And that gets down to the root of, it gets down to the core of how to create, you know, this right livelihood for yourself. Just about, it's the same as how to create a good relationship for yourself and how to create, you know, uh, anything that you want, more of what you want in your life. It boils down to that place, that that personal development edge. And when you can work that edge kind of consistently and in in your life, it rapidly, rapidly moves you forward. Huge amount of of um, of growth and change comes from that. Just very um, very naturally and easily. So uh, it's very important to kind of get oriented inside of your work. Right? Get oriented inside of your work. Understand where you need to grow and where you need to change in order to bring yourself further along on this path of creating a more meaningful, uh, healthier, more balanced uh, relationship with your work. It's really very, very, very important. Um, so a few things about that. One, if you're looking to do more of this work, you want to go ahead and start to really figure out how to accelerate your growth, how to be able to step in and, and facilitate your own growth and development. Learn how to kind of live on that edge of continual growth. And I highly recommend that you check in um, on my LifeWork community program. And you can get to that by going to my website, katesigner.com. And then at katesigner.com, you can go to LifeWork community. 
And it is something that while it is in person, you can participate. You can, you know, there are week, uh, weekend workshops. You can come and participate from pretty much anywhere. Um, but this program is all about understanding critical tools for keeping you on that, on that growth edge in a really healthy and, and dynamic way. So definitely check that out. That's my life work community program. And once again, you can find it by going to, uh, com, and then you can go to work with me and, um, uh, click life work community. And of course, um, reach out to us. We're happy to fill you in, give you more information about that uh, as we move forward. The new session will be uh, starting in uh, September. So we are currently enrolling people. Um, we're going to go to a commercial break here for just a couple minutes. And then I will be back uh, with some steps on how you can really find, um, you know, find and develop your right livelihood for yourself. So I'll be back in just a couple minutes. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and today we're talking about life, right livelihood and how specifically you can create more of, of this in your life. How can you develop uh, a greater sense of well-being um, in the domain of your career? And uh, one of the ways that you can do this is to uh, find a representation of uh, what success really looks like for you. So I want to break this down a little bit because, you know, I, I, I often tell the story. So I, um, in my, my own life, I, I figured I kind of had a life, a childhood where I figured a lot of things out on my own. And in figuring out a lot of things on my own, one of the things that I didn't learn how to do was how to ask questions. And so I talk about this experience that I had because I started to realize that that inability to ask questions was actually something that was holding me back in my life, that that sometimes, uh, you know, I wasn't getting the information that I, I really could have benefited from. So uh, be, because of this, I started to kind of say, okay, how do you do this? And it might seem really simple to people who say are used to doing the behavior. When you have a behavior that's just you've learned how to do, you, you don't even think about it. You just, you just do it naturally. And similarly, if you haven't had an experience, you don't quite know how to do it. And you don't know what are the steps involved. What prompts a person, in my personal example, what prompts a person to ask a question? How do they know that that is a good thing for them to do? 
right? And then how do they figure out like the question that's really going to provide them with the right information? See how I had to break this down into what can seem like just very, very simple steps. And once again, if you know how to do it, you say, gosh, wow, that's really, those are really simple steps. Like, how could you not know how to do that? But if you've never done it before, then you say, whoa, I, I, you know, I, I have, like, I have no information here to go on. So when, when I started that process, the first thing that I started doing was watching people who ask questions. And, and I, so I started watching their behaviors so that I could understand more about it. And this is a really common principle called modeling, right? And really in modeling, what, what are you doing? You're, you know, you're looking at an example of something that you want and you're breaking it down so that then you can really like start to, uh, create that same way of being or behavior inside of yourself, right? So it took me quite some time and I still consider myself a student of, of, um, asking questions, um, because it's something that I feel like, um, you know, I can continually develop since I was sort of a late bloomer in that area. So no matter where you find yourself, whether you find yourself as like someone who, you know, really has a lot down in the area of creating, a, you know, a dynamic, balanced, healthy, you know, work life for themselves, or whether you're like, poof, I am so far from that. I'm so unfulfilled in my work. I don't like the place that I work, all of that kind of stuff. No matter where you find yourself, um, you can take some next steps by first finding the best example that you can for what it is that you're wanting to create. So you want to look at the different dimensions, um, you know, from, you know, possibly my, uh, my podcast from last week, uh, where I break down some of the different dimensions of right livelihood. You know, and, uh, such as, you know, balance and, uh, impact, your positive impact and creating a sense of peacefulness and harmony, uh, you know, really aligning with who you are, having a sense of passion, being able to grow, you know, these kind of things, um, are, uh, are, are things that you could start to look at, like who represents this, um, for me? in, in my life. And it can be somebody that you know closely. It can be somebody that you, you know, kind of imagine has those traits. Um, and so in other words, by imagine has those traits, um, I mean that, um, uh, they could, um, it could be somebody who's very successful, who you can see they do certain things that you very much appreciate. And, um, but you're not a hundred percent sure how imbalanced they are or whatever, you know, sometimes you could say, oh, I think that they've got this down. Um, but, uh, you know, of course, the more detailed information that you have about their experience, right, uh, the closer that you can analyze their behavior, the more that you're able to observe it and then be able to break it down, the more useful it is to you. So, uh, you know, when you, you might want to pick, um, people who are really good at certain 
aspects of developing their right livelihood, right? It might be that one person you know is really great at balance and another person you know is really great at having a positive impact. And um, and you can kind of study each one of those things separately. Um, you can focus on one area that you really want to bring out more in your work. Um, one area that you really want to bring out more in your work, such as maybe you want to have increase your positive impact. How can you do that? Who is it that you know that is really working to have a positive impact and is, you know, what you would consider successful at it? When you, when you find that person or people or read about it or whatever, whatever you can find it, I want to just reiterate that because, um, while you want to find the best example possible, any example is better than no example. So even if you're like so uncertain about a certain area of you, say like you have absolutely no idea how to have passion in your work and um, you don't even know what it looks like and nobody that you know seems very passionate about their work, um, right? But you did have a friend who had a really exciting project that they were a part of. Um, and so that example might not be the ultimate example. But it is the closest that you have. And so use that, right? So any example is better than no example. And uh, when you have a m- multiple options, go for the best one. Go for the, you know, the one that is the most um the most accurate, uh, the, the best example of, of this kind of, um, trait that you're trying to develop. And if it's possible, if there's somebody that you has multiple traits that are connected to what you would consider a very, uh, healthy, uh, work life, then absolutely. Yes. Combine traits in one person. And if you see someone, she's like, wow, I want my work life to be just like them. That's a great, that's a great example to have, um, to start to break down. So one of the things to know about this, like I said, any example is better than no example, but, um, if you can see what you want, you are so much closer to achieving it. So whether that's a large or or small example, know that any time you can see what you want, you actually have a relationship with it. So let's go back to what I was talking about, about asking questions and myself. Prior to, you know, prior to my moving down that path to ask those questions, right, and learn how to ask questions, I didn't have a relationship to it. I didn't really understand it. I didn't know, you know, kind of who would be the people that I might look to to learn that trait, right? And, you know, even after I said, hi, I think I want to learn this, I felt a little stumped about where to look. 
you know, a lot of times it's a very obvious thing, like just start to take a look around and start to see where this is. But when we're in that place of learning something new, it can seem like it's just not there. Like I have this desire, have this longing. I know there's something that I want to develop for myself here, but I don't, I don't have any idea where that is or any idea how, um, I can, I can see it or achieve it or find it. So when you get your first sighting, so to speak, or you have, you know, multiple sightings, or you have a great example of someone you would consider a role model, that is an amazing achievement. Because you now have a relationship with what it is that you want. You have, uh, it is in your conscious awareness what it looks like and how you might be able to relate to it. So you are in a much more powerful place as soon as you have that insight. So acknowledge that. If you can say, you know, I'm not so happy about my, my career right now. I'm not so happy about my work my work life, it's not feeling really healthy to me, or I don't feel particularly passionate or whatever you, if you're saying that to yourself and you can simultaneously say, oh, and I wish it looked like, and you can point to an example of it. That is an incredibly powerful place to be. Now, unfortunately, what happens a lot of times is when people do that, they use, um, uh, they use a comparison that keeps them disempowered. And what that looks like is, oh, there it is. I don't have it. That person then is better, smarter, uh, luckier, whatever than I am. And then through that negative comparison, we then keep ourselves small and stuck. And if we reverse that process, it's really kind of awesome. So if you reverse that process and when you see it, instead of saying, oh, that person has it and I don't, you can say, I've got some of that because I can see it. If you didn't have any of that, you wouldn't be able to see it. You would have no point of reference and you would have no relationship. So when you can see that, even if it's not playing out in your life the way that you want it to, even if you don't really see the results, you know, your your work life isn't what you want it to be. When you see that example, when you see that example, you can then... Say, ah, I've got that in me. Now, I just need to learn how to develop it. Right? Now, I just need to learn how to develop it. And then that other person becomes inspiration rather than someone that you're envious of or jealous of or someone that, you know, makes you feel uncomfortable to be around. Right? They become inspirational. So when you see that kind of that example out there, and once again, like I said, 
Don't defeat yourself by saying, I don't have that one person. Because any example is a step in the right direction. Maybe you, like me, when it came to asking questions, need to need to start at a really, really basic level. Because maybe you just know nothing about this. Maybe the idea of having a, you know, a healthy, balanced, inspired, passionate career is something that is, you know, so foreign to you. And, you know, you need to start with some of the, like, little tiny steps in order to start to advance that part of your life. And that's fine. And you can get so far, you know, so never use where you find yourself as a way of defeating yourself. You can use it instead to just be like, I'm getting started. You know, I'm doing something that's challenging to me. And, you know, I'm willing to take those first steps in that direction. And that's incredibly empowering. You know, the courage and the strength to confront those parts of ourselves that are um, limited, you know, are less resourced, are, you know, not as well developed, our willingness to go there and be patient and develop those parts of ourselves, even if they never become exceptional, is a, is a courageous and an empowered act. So just knowing that. And it might never be the strongest era of your life, or it might. But it will overall strengthen the entirety of who you are. And that's really and, and that's really the name of the game. So as you, you know, as you start to see these, like these traits or this, this role model for yourself, you want to start to break down what it is that they do or why is it that this person has such a passionate career? And this is where it can become a little tricky. Because, you know, this is where we start uh, subscribing cause and effect, where it may or may not be, <laughs> right? Um, sometimes it can be like, oh, this person was really successful because they, you know, uh, you know, lived in a van for two years and scraped together money in order to be able to fulfill on their dream. Or, um, this person never listened to anyone else. Or this person, you know, went to the right school and, and got the right job. We, we start to think that these certain ways of being, these certain steps were the ones that really, um, may have created uh, the outcome. And that is very heavily biased by um, our own ex experience and our own beliefs about what works and what doesn't work. And so then we can get into something like, well, that person was a really good student and went to an excellent school and then got the perfect job right out of, of, of college. And I was a bad student. 
and I don't like my job now. And it took me a long time to even get this job. And therefore, once again, here's that comparison that holds you back. Therefore, I can't be successful like this person, right? So we don't, we won't want to talk, we don't want to look on that level. That level is the one where we are uh, comparing these sort of superficial uh, behaviors sometimes. Sometimes they're very superficial and sometimes, you know, they're less. Instead of really drilling down into what it is, what, what are the, what were the true factors? You know, what were the true factors here that, um, you know, made this person or helped this person get where they needed to get to? Right? So once again, you know, you, you can, uh, when you're breaking down another person's behavior, you can do this in a way that is kind of um, a little bit uh, on the superficial side and maybe less effective. Or you can do it from a place of, you know, what qualities and, you know, habits and um, perspectives did this person have or does this person have that allow them to move forward? You know, maybe this person's belief in their potential or their, their, uh, their sense of, of their focus. Maybe those things were more instrumental than the superficial of, you know, um, being a good student and, and, you know, graduating from the right school and getting the right job, right? So we want to go down to the things that we all have access to um, and and start to develop some of those, develop our plan around those, as well as um, look at some of the more superficial behaviors and ask whether or not, you know, they will be supportive of us or try them out and see if they're supportive of us. So I want to say a little bit more about how kind of breaking down and, and creating this sort of step-by-step plan based off of, um, you know, a role model or, or someone that you see that is really good at a certain behavior. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back um, from this next commercial break, and I'll be back in just a couple minutes. change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot, but the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com. I 
Hello, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about right livelihood, specifically how you can bring more uh, of what you want into your work, whatever your work is. And I was talking about modeling after another person and, and what are the ways that we can effectively model after another person. And I was saying that it is much more helpful to look at deeper traits, traits that you can find inside of yourself than, and looking at how to develop those than it is to look at, uh, you know, the superficial parts like, oh, this person, in the example I use, they, they went to this school, they got these grades, they went, you know, to this college, they got these grades, they got this job right afterwards. When, when we compare ourselves on that kind of level, um, you can say, well, I didn't go to Harvard, therefore I'm never really going to truly feel happy in my career. And, um, and, and it stops us. It's a type of comparison that stops us. But when we look at some of those deeper traits, then we can use them. We can find ways to bring those out in our life. So say somebody has incredible, you know, focus and discipline, um, and we're thinking that that's part of the reason why they're so, uh, you know, happy in their career is because of this focus and discipline. And, um, and this may or may not be true, but we're in a learning process. So this is what we think. And, um, and so what you can do is you can start to say, oh, okay, how did this person develop this focus and discipline? What were some of their habits or behaviors that supported this kind of focus and discipline, right? And then from that, you can say, well, would that work for me? Or are there ways that I can develop my own focus and discipline, right? And so um, you have to trust yourself a little bit. You have to trust yourself in the learning process. It, it's not about getting this getting this right. It's about developing yourself, creating, increasing the amount of, uh, you know, uh, the skills that you have, the flexibility that you have, you know, the options that you have when moving forward towards what it is that you want. So uh, even if you come to the conclusion after, you know, a year of study of focus and discipline, that that actually is not really critical for you at this point in time when it comes to your um uh your your well-being in your career you've still learned quite a bit and um and that that information will help you um, when you're developing uh, some more resources for yourself so Part of it is this exploration. Part of it is recognizing where are the places, this is, where are the places in my life where I'm often challenged? What are the things that I need to start to work on? And rather than seeing them as being these fixed things, you know, for example, um, you know, I, I'm just the kind of person who, you know, is never focused or disciplined, or I'm just the kind of person who always gets overlooked when it is time for a promotion. Instead of looking at ourselves that way, right, 
uh, we, we can start to say, okay, huh, maybe there's something for me to learn here. If other people don't get passed over for a promotion, that means that they're doing something differently than I am. And what is it? I can come to a lot of assumptions about those people, right? But I can also then make myself a student of that. Well, what is it that they actually do? What is it that they do differently? And you might decide, I want to do that. I don't want to do that. You know, but you can study their behavior and start to understand what are the mechanisms that support a person in that way? Okay, what, why is it that it's so easy for them? You know, what is it that they've got that makes it so easy for them to move forward in that area of their life? And so we see that all these things, these things that we're often so likely to say are just the way that we are, become these skills that we can learn. And so when once we've had, tried our hand at that a few times and, you know, had a little bit of ex, uh, of success, one of the things that happens is that we sort of say, oh, okay. I got this. I can really develop out any part of my life that I want to. So it's specifically in terms of creating this right livelihood, we can say, huh, you know, if I'm feeling like I'm out of balance in my work, you know, uh, and I've been really successful in a lot of different ways when it comes to my work, but balance has not been one of them. What is it? How is it that I might be able to start to learn that? Where's an example of it in my life, right? Use that example to validate the fact that I do have some awareness about this new way of doing it. Look at how it is that I might develop the the traits and the skills and the behaviors that are going to really help me be more in balance in my work. Recognizing that as I move forward, whatever I'm facing in my life and whatever I'm bringing to that, my words, my actions, are helping to really direct my attention towards what it is that needs to, to be addressed next. And then I'm able to kind of continually work that in order to create kind of a significant change in that area of my life. So my suggestion to you is that you find someone or some people that represent what you really want to create for yourself. And then once you find that, that you, you start to, you, you start to develop this plan for yourself. What is it that I can do to start to, you know, how can I use this other person's behavior to help me learn about what I could do 
to open up this area of my life. Right? And this is a great exercise to journal around. It's a great exercise to journal around in an, in an ongoing way. Um, and what I mean by that is that you can make regular notes about one topic that you're observing and it really helps to crystallize, um, what's going on and create more, um, more awareness for you. This is a very, it's a very helpful thing to do. So when we're working on this part of our life, we're, you know, we're, we're creating such a positive, powerful impact, not just for ourselves, but really this is like, this is one of the places where, you know, we meet the world um, with a potential for greater impact. A lot of times through our work, um, we're in contact with even more people. Um, you know, we are, we are playing, you know, we're, we're, you know, uh, we've got our power is, you know, the way that our, our power is coming through in the world. Um, we're, you know, using resources, which are, are, are influencing many different people. Um, so when we focus on our career and making changes in our career, we are, really, uh, you know, uh, increasing our overall positive impact. So the, the, any work that you do in this kind of area of your life is not only beneficial to you, but it is also, uh, very beneficial to others. And, you know, whenever you look at, okay, how can I kind of advance myself here? How can I, instead of just this, oh, this is either all said, I'm either unhappy with my work or happy with my work in the sense that, you know, it's it's putting my, enough money in my pocket or it's not putting enough in my pocket. But when you can spend the time and focus on it and really look at the overall impact for you and the overall impact for other people, then... Um, um, you're, you're, um, you're really giving, um, a great gift, um, to both yourself and, and the world. It's a very powerful, um, and, uh, and rewarding and challenging, uh, place to area to work in your life. And overall, it's just so important to remember, uh, how, um, it, it, it's so important to remember to not settle for the limitations that uh, we we kind of maybe so easily can put on ourselves or live inside of about the way that things need to be. You know, um, a, a really great example of that is this idea that in order to be successful, um, in order to have a great impact, in order, you know, we need to be very, very busy, um, and, and kind of almost like beside ourselves, like spun out, working all the time. And, um, that, that kind of, um, belief is really, really strong and it influences a lot of people. 
and it stops them from being uh, deeply um, it stops people from being deeply uh, kind of connected and to uh, and 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 developing uh, their their right livelihood a really healthy way around their around their work um, and uh, it's 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 an unfortunate um, sort of uh, societal belief that we're living inside of, and that's just one. You know, that's just one of of many. So it is important. You know, it's important to um, to take a look at how your beliefs have you you know, living in a less than optimal way when it comes to, to your career. So just a reminder here is that, um, in, uh, next week, next week I'll have a, another copy of my magazine coming out, The Conscious Creative. And, um, in that magazine I'll be talking about right livelihood. Um, specifically, you know, how it is that, um, we can, uh, you know, what are these ways that you can, you can develop right livelihood in your life? So, um, I welcome your checking that out. You can sign up for it by, um, by going to, um, my website and, uh, and just signing up for the newsletter. The newsletter will, will send you out once a week, uh, once a month, sorry, once a month it will send you out a link to the magazine and lots of other great updates and, and ways to stay in touch. Uh, so, um, for now I recommend that you, you take that time. If this is something that is really important in your life and, and you're not feeling, um, you know, the kind of, uh, results that you want as far as you're not feeling at ease, um, or you're not feeling that you are really reaching, uh, your, your stride when it comes to your, um, your work, then I, I suggest that, um, you kind of spend some time, um, with the, the questions that I've asked today and figuring out, okay, all right, you know, let's see, let's see if I can get a handle on this. Let's see if I can see more of the direction that, that I'd like to be going in. Um, I want to thank you again for, for joining me here on, on Real Answers. It's been really great to have you. Um, I look forward to speaking with you next week and I'm going to be talking about, um, the, uh, emotional initiation related to, um, creating success in your life. Uh, so I, I, I look forward to, um, to speaking with you then and have a great rest of your week. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. 